Well, hello and welcome to Everyday Androvian. Uh, Jonathan, it's been some time since we've been here. You might even say that it's a hiatus. A hiatus of sorts, yes. Uh, and the everyday in our title is um, coming under under the pump at this point in time. <laughs> yep, very questionable that it's even every month. That's right. It's definitely not every month. <laughs> but we are back and we're back because uh, we've got a special series in the lead up to Easter. Uh, it's a series of interviews that we're calling Lenten Reflections. We think that Lent is a good time for reflection. Typically, Christians have used this time throughout history to think about their own lives in light of the fact that uh, the world is a place um, affected by human sin and that manifests in different kinds of brokenness. And so these Lenten reflections are an opportunity for us to reflect on brokenness on um, sinfulness in our experience and in our existence and then apply I suppose the events of Easter to that so thinking about okay the world is broken there is sin um, in specific ways but how does the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead alter our perspective on those Mm -hmm. things now, we're not actually doing these interviews, so I guess, in a sense, the hiatus continues. Um, but rather, uh, one of our night church members, Natasha, um, is interviewing some people at night church. And so what we're doing is recording those interviews and bundling them up and presenting them to you. And this week, uh, Natasha is talking to Sineg about sickness. So here we go, live from night church. Uh, in the lead up to Easter, we're going to be thinking about um, uh, uh, hearing from a few members of this congregation about some of the tough stuff um, in life. And um, why would we want to do that at Easter time? Because when I walk into Coles, uh, Coles tells me that Easter is a buttery, bakery, shiny, rabbity time of year. Um, uh, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a time of fun. Uh, why would we want to focus on the tough stuff now? Um, well, we all know as Christians that um, uh, at Easter time, um, uh, we think about um, Easter is really where the rubber hits the road for us. It's um, everything we stand for, everything we believe hinges on what happened at what we might call that first Easter when Jesus died on the cross and rose again from the dead. And at this time of year, we might think about our own sinfulness or our own, uh, um, our own situation and how Jesus has changed that. Um, it's also helpful this time of year to think about the world, and um, which the Bible tells us is groaning and crying out um, uh, for renewal. Um, we live, I think we're very conscious of the brokenness that, as Josh was talking about, we live around. Um, and um, uh, over the next few weeks, we're going to be looking at some of the different ways in which that brokenness impacts um, us, impacts our world, uh, and what, uh, how Jesus speaks into that, um, and also uh, what, the, what difference the cross and the resurrection makes um, uh, when life gets tough. Uh, so thank you, Sineg, uh, for uh, joining us. Sineg, can I just ask you, how long have you been part of uh, the family here at Night Church? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I think since July last year, July, August, maybe. Yeah, it's not very long, but mm, uh, it's mm. good to be here. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm very glad you're here. And I have to say you are looking particularly fit and healthy this evening. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> so we do need to, um, we do need to, um, uh, uh, I do need to say that we haven't um, invited you here because 
um, you have any particular experience or training in the area of sickness, which is the issue we're going to look at tonight. Um, but as a card-carrying member of the human race, um, you're going to be, you've probably already been impacted by sickness in some way. Chances are you will be in the future. So we want to hear your thoughts as a Christian um, on uh, this issue of sickness, um, which is a tough issue, I think we'll all agree. So can you tell us a bit about um, your experience of sickness in your life, in the lives of the lives of those close to you, yeah, uh, you know, I don't think I've I've had a particularly exceptional uh, or, or tragic experience with illness compared to you know people that I know. Uh, but certainly, I do have close friends and loved ones that have been impacted by illness, uh, have had their lives turned upside down by sickness, uh, and I'm sure that's the case for for most of us here. Even if you're not personally ill yourself, you'll know someone who who is quite sick, someone that you might love. Um, and I think in thinking about this issue, uh, it's important because at some point in all our lives, we'll all be quite seriously sick. Uh, we're all aging. Uh, we'll all eventually die. Um, and or, or if not us, uh, well, obviously us, but also someone we love uh, will also experience illness. So it's a reality that actually we face in our world. Um, and I mean, recently, obviously, we've all faced a global pandemic. Uh, so it's been front and center of everyone's minds, uh, the fact that... Uh, you know, we're actually, we're mortal, we don't control our destiny and, and sickness can, can come up at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for sharing that, um, Sinead. Uh, and I think probably there are, a lot of us can identify with what you've said. Um, you mentioned that uh, um, there's been a global pandemic, which I'm sure we've all noticed <laughs> um, over the last year. Um, how do you see our world grappling with this issue of Sickness. Yeah, I, I think uh, sickness fundamentally reminds us of our mortality. Uh, that that actually, as try as we might to, to um, you know put at bay sickness, you know take on uh, good diets, healthy healthy eating, spend money at the gym. Uh, ultimately, we will get sick by something, and and you know ultimately we are decaying, and ultimately uh, we will die. Um, I, I think for a lot of my non-Christian friends uh, my age, the way they, they think about sickness in general, uh, I think it's best summed up by uh, this French existentialist philosopher, Albert Camus. I have to give him a plug because I've been reading him a bit lately. Um, but he wrote this book called The Plague, very apt. Um, and, and I think uh, the main sort of point he makes in that is that you know, sickness is this meaningless reality. Sickness and decay is this meaningless reality that we all face as human beings. Uh, and so as free human beings, we confront that by, by defying it, defying death, defying sickness, by, by living as best we can. That, that's sort of the best answer that he has. You, you accept that death and sickness is a reality, live your best life. Um, and I think that's very attractive uh, to a lot of people uh, my age, but I think just generally uh, in our society, because... We like to think of ourselves as free, autonomous human beings in control of our destiny. Uh, and the biggest affront to that is sickness and, and death. Uh, and so, so the best that sort of I think our world can, can do is say, well, I guess in the face of that, we've got to assert our autonomy uh, and, and do the best we can um, in the face of that. Um, but I think as a Christian, I don't find that, that answer particularly satisfying. I can see the attractiveness of it, but I think that... Uh, you know, in your, in your sort of quiet, reflective moments, I suspect in my friend's own quiet, reflective moments, uh, when they think about those they love who are quite quite ill, um, I think there's a sense of tragedy to that, a, a, a sort of haunting sense that things aren't the way they should be. Um, and ultimately, I mean, I guess, I guess that doesn't prove God, but I think there is a, a sense that uh, 
it's not enough to just say, oh yeah, I'm going to assert my freedom in the, in, in the face of sickness. That I think there's just an aspect of this. This is not good. It shouldn't be this way. Yeah. 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 Thank you uh, again for, uh, for taking the time to think that through and for sharing Camus with us as well. <laughs> um, uh, when you read the Bible, um, how do you see Jesus dealing with sickness? Yeah. Um, you know, in, in Jesus's uh, ministry, he, he shows us a powerful glimpse of what it looks like when, when God truly reigns as king on the earth. That, um, you know, when, when God is truly in charge, uh, sickness and death don't have dominion. And throughout Jesus's ministry, he, people come to him and ask to be healed, and, and he does that uh, compassionately. So I think um, Jesus's ministry reveals to us that sickness and death are not part of God's good creation. They're, they're actually, they're invasions. They're they're impositions on God's good creation brought about by, by sin and, um, and corruption. So I, I think um, as Christians, we're called to confront the tragic reality of sickness and death, that, that it is actually the enemy. It's not a part of God's good creation that we can actually say, no, this is not the way uh, things are meant to be. Uh, and it ought to make us grieve, uh, just, like, just like Jesus grieved for his friend, his friend Lazarus. Um, but I think, very importantly, Jesus puts sickness uh, within its rightful context. Uh, so I think of the story of, of uh, the paralytic being brought to Jesus. Um, and, you know, the first thing Jesus does isn't actually to heal him. He, he says, your sins are forgiven, which the crowd finds quite bewildering. You know, there's this guy, he's asking for help. Why, why are you saying your sins are forgiven? And I think, uh, you know, for Jesus, the, the most important thing for us is that we need forgiveness from God. We need to be reconciled to God. And it's only uh, from that that we can hope to see uh, the, the effects of sin, uh, you know, sickness and decay uh, reversed. Uh, and I think uh, one other important thing that Jesus shows us in his ministry uh, is to reject the easy answer that sickness is as a result of maybe something bad that we might have personally done, you know, uh, say, oh, that person must be sick because they've done something wrong. Uh, there's a story in the Bible when uh, Jesus' disciples ask him, oh, why is this guy blind? Uh, did he sin? Was it his parents who sinned? And uh, Jesus rejects that. Uh, so, you know, there's, there's a sense of, I guess, mystery around it, but, but also Jesus powerfully shows us in his ministry that he's come to defeat uh, the decay that includes sickness. Mm. Mm, thanks. It's great to be reminded of that. Um, I, um, obviously, at, at Easter, we think about Jesus on the cross. Um, how do you see sickness being dealt with there? Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, one of the most powerful arguments and emotionally powerful arguments that people have against God is, you know, to look at sickness, to look at people who are quite ill, you know, children with cancer, uh, people suffering from pancreatic cancer, people whose lives are, are cut short, and, and to say, how can there be a loving, all-powerful God when people are sick. And I, I think that's it's actually quite powerful. It's, it's one of the most powerful arguments against God. Um, and by the way, the, part, the Bible's not afraid to confront that head-on. But I think, um, you know, firstly, our, our rightful response is one, I think, that has to be one of trust. Um, like the writer of Job said, you know, where were you when God created uh, the foundations of the earth? You know, we're finite beings, and in the face of the infinite... Uh, I think there are particular things that we need to realise God has chosen not to fully reveal to us, uh, particularly that full answer of why they're suffering. And, and so our response is one of trust. But, you know, of course, you might say, but, but why, should I, why should I trust God? That, that doesn't seem good enough. Um, 
And I think actually we can trust God because he's given us a very powerful answer uh, that goes beyond a rational uh, uh, answer to why they're suffering, beyond any sort of analytical, uh, you know, logical answer to why they're suffering. And, and God's answer to us actually is himself. Uh, his answer is giving of himself uh, through his son on the cross. Uh, and, you know, when we, see, when we see that, when we see God's love demonstrated uh, on the cross, we see that God actually is not distant in our sickness and our suffering, uh, but he has come to suffer with us, to take on our suffering, to bear our grief uh, and our sorrow on the cross. So I think, um, you know, that doesn't fully answer the question of why, but, you know, I believe I can trust this God who has demonstrated his love to me on the cross. Mm. Thanks, Janique. Um, uh, obviously, at Easter, we think about the resurrection as well. Mm. So what will you be celebrating this Easter in light of what you've just been thinking about with sickness um, uh, in, in terms of the resurrection? What difference does the re- resurrection make? Yeah, and, and of course, that's right. It doesn't just stop at, at the cross. Uh, it, it culminates in the resurrection of Jesus, and we see in the resurrection of Jesus that we can truly hope that sickness and death have been fully defeated. You know, in, in Jesus, we see that... that sickness and and tragedy and decay don't have the final say uh, in the world. Uh, And I think that that's so wonderful. It it tells us that when we place our trust in God, it's not not a blind trust. Uh, It's a trust where we can actually give all our questions to God about sickness and suffering and trust in his sovereign plan because we know that he loves us. He's given himself for us on the cross and he's defeated. Uh, He's defeated death and sickness and decay and we know that he has because of the the historical reality of the resurrection it's not wishful thinking you know it really happened and so uh we we can trust in this god and and put all our questions about sickness uh to him and and rest in that so yeah i think that uh you know when thinking about easter i know that uh whatever sort of grief and and pain we might feel we can we can feel the feel the full grief of of sickness uh you know uh mourn about that uh you know, and, and I guess not have the same response of the world, which is, oh, I guess there's sickness, let's just sort of live our best life now, but actually confront the reality of the sadness of that, but live hopeful, uh, live lives of hope, knowing that uh, in Jesus, God will make all things new. Yeah. Thanks, Janek. Well, look, um, we could talk all night about this. Um, it's hard to sum up such a big issue um, in just a few minutes, but uh, thanks so much for the time you've taken to think it through um, and to share your thoughts with us. Um, uh, in the coming weeks, we'll be looking at some other issues that help us to think through the brokenness of the world that we're living in, but also the great hope that we have in the midst of that. Um, uh, I, I'll just pray um, now to finish up um, this particular part of our service. Thank you so much again, Janig. Heavenly Father, we do thank you so much for what Sinead has shared with us tonight and uh, for the things that we've been led to to think about and reflect on as we think through this issue of sickness. Um, Heavenly Father, uh, we are are confronted by our own vulnerability when we think about um, this issue uh, and we know that it is something that has rocked our whole world in the last year. Um, Heavenly Father, we pray, uh, Lord, for uh, your strength for us in times when we are hit by this. Uh, that you would help us to be able to hang on to our faith in you, trusting that you know best. We thank you, Lord, for your power to heal. 
Um, we, but we also um, pray, Father, that we will have the strength in times of sickness to, um, to trust in your goodwill for us. And we thank you, Lord, for the hope that we have that one day you will wipe away all of the, uh, the, the, the sickness that we um, deal with in this life. Um, thank you for uh, Jesus, for the compassion that he showed uh, to the, people that, the sick people that he came across, for the compassion that you show to us, that you walk with us in times of sickness. Father, we pray that we in turn will be a comfort to those around us who are dealing with sickness. Um, and we pray that we may be able to share the great hope that we have uh, that one day this issue will be dealt with once and for all. Um, uh, and thank you so much for Easter, for the reminder that we have um, that Jesus has uh, dealt with our sins on the cross, but also, Lord, that he is uh, um, bringing uh, our, our world to a new reality. And we really look forward to that. Um, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for the music, Neo. 